this is Esther Koo, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. friends welcome back to another episode of mad scientist party hour my name is kevin Kraft. joined as always by a wizard who has made his pants and underwear disappear and now he's currently jacking off his beef staff that's jeff clark hey what's up my beef staff and transmitting to us from a dumpster behind Castle Grayskull, the discarded He-Man fucked all known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. That's right. Brat, brat indeed, my friends. It's good to brat, see you, gentlemen. Brat. It's good to see you both. Yes, it's been a few days. Yeah, I've spent the last 48 hours tugging on the tips of my new gatos in anticipation of, of doing the show. Oh. And I was ready Parker, for it. Parker, go see Draven. Shut the fuck up. Uh-oh. Here you go. Shuddy Vic rearing his ugly head again. Stop that. He's just, you know, usually they've taken to being upstairs with Draven while we record and the stupid dog next door is out barking like an asshole. Are you still going on anime adventures with Draven? Uh, he, we've gone down other rabbit holes r- as of recently. Uh, what what virgin shit are you guys up to now? Uh, Danny McBride and Jody Hill. Hmm, that's not very virgin-y. So we did Vice Principals. We did Excellent. Righteous Gemstones. Fuck yeah. And we're in the middle of season two of Eastbound and Down. Nice. It, and then we also watched the first three episodes of the Wu-Tang show. Elf. Of the new season of Wu-Tang and American Saga. Was this some sort of like weird dream trick that got played on me? Or is there some sort of Danny McBride revival of something happening? Like, are they bringing back Eastbound and Down again? Is Vice Principals getting another season? I feel like I heard something, but I don't know if fucking Leo is sneaking into my dreams and again, again, implanting false shit. There was a rumor, like some uh, Kenny Powers, like fake teaser trailer came out for episode for like the next season of Eastbound and Down, but it turned out to be a fake and. Uh. That guy gave everyone blue balls. Didn't you not watch Eastbound and Down? It, it took me a bit to come around to it because I always just wrote it off as a baseball show. But <laughs> as my love for Danny McBride just grew and grew, I was like, oh, well, I have to watch this. And I've seen I've seen all of it, and I love it. I want to get him to watch The Foot Fist Way next. I've seen that one. Yeah, that one's good. I had to watch that one when I found out about it because I was like, oh no, what if there's some iron lung jokes in here that we doubled up on and I need to change, but I think we were in the clear. That was and, uh, 
I finally got him to revisit Food Wars last night. Oh, nice. He's not a big fan. Did anybody scream and all their clothes flew off? Yes. There was... uh, It was in, I want to say, episode eight. uh, You've seen it all, Kevin? Yeah. When Soma challenges the graduate French chef to the food war. Okay. When they're at that training camp. Yeah. When that's where we were and that's the all the clothes flew off of them. Could you imagine that Jeff if your dad was like, "Hey, let, let's watch some like a uh, horny anime." It that listen, the anime that we the other anime that we've watched <laughs> has been much more uh wholesome. Well, more no. fan service. Yeah, like I I think Black Lagoon has some nudity in it. So does Chainsaw Man. I got to revisit Black Lagoon. That shit was awesome. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, I only watched one episode, but I didn't see any nudity. That's really all it was missing, though, as far as animes go. That was a that was a good one. Perhaps my favorite that we've done. So I just Googled Danny McBride and filtered it by news. And I think it must be, it must have been a dream. Yeah, I also don't see anything. I've been having fucking weird ass dreams. They're just like oddly specific. So it's fucking with me. And they, I, I, I'll wake from a dream and I won't fully remember it. But there's still some, some remnants. Like when you get dingleberries in your butt. And it confuses my brain. And I don't know if it's real or like if it's if it's actual memories or if I'm just being tricked by my own stupid head. Did you read something maybe about season three of The Righteous Gemstones? Nah. Because that's supposedly still coming. That's exciting. That's a great show. Yes. Use, use remnants in a sentence. It's like when you have remnants is like when you have dingleberries. <laughs> remnants. Okay. I bought cheap toilet paper at the bodega last week. And now every time I poo, my toilet paper leaves behind remnants in my anus hole. There's a toilet paper remnants in my bunghole. Speaking of toilet paper. Every time I wipe my ass, I curse my father out. <laughs> because <laughs> when uh, when we had COVID, he went to the grocery store for us and bought toilet paper, but bought the cheap shit. Like the, the Scott toilet yeah. paper. That's like, half, doing that. that's like half a ply. Is it the one that feels like parchment paper? And every time you wipe, your fingers blow through it? Yep. Yeah. You pretty much finger your butthole. Yeah. It's like meanwhile, we So we went from using the, like, Charmin Ultra Soft to this. And it just, it really fucking bums me out, too. Because he didn't buy, like, one or two rolls. He bought this giant fucking family pack of it. So Oh, so you got a lot of turds to go. Yeah. We yeah, have, we, we're on like the first or no, we're on the second roll of it. So we've got to 
we've got a long turd journey ahead of us to slog through. And I, I have sat on the toilet being like, God damn it, dad. What the fuck? Just yeah, text him pictures. Pretty angry at Cheech once because he bought toilet paper for the house and it was like the cheapest shit you could get. I was like, dude, you do not cut corners on toilet paper. If there's a one thing you should spend for, it's toilet paper, man. Yeah. And then I just ended up buying my own toilet paper for my bathroom. Can't can't trust that motherfucker anymore. I mean, especially like if you go from the Charmin Ultra Soft stuff, that's like that's like wiping your ass with that. Who's that teddy bear that was always talking about laundry detergent? The downy bear? Yeah, I think so. It's like wiping your yeah, ass. Yeah, it was downy. Yeah, it's like snuggle. Like, no, I'm sorry, it was snuggle. snuggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snuggle. It's like wiping your ass with snuggle or a handful of angel wings or something like that. And then you just have to wad up that fucking abrasive, borderline sandpaper cheap shit. Might as well be using three shells. Ooh, nice reference. Great reference. Yeah, for that single ply shit, I just like, I just pull a bunch of it down and then fold it several ways. Yep. So you're using four times as much toilet paper to accomplish the same task. I like to fold it into crane origami and then wipe my ass with it. <laughs> like with uh, the, uh, with the Sherman Ultra Soft, I just use a one one little square. Yeah, sometimes I just place a square in my ass cheeks, stand up, and I do a little jig, and then I pull it out. <laughs> Instead of wiping, I just stuff my asshole with some toilet paper and walk around like that. <laughs> when it falls out, it gets a little weird, but whatever. Just make a poo tampon. <laughs> I have an issue I've had with the super soft stuff is sometimes the softness works against me. I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but oh, because we wipe in different directions. So I'm a same result, different method. I'm a south to north wiper. You guys are a north to south wipers. And I think that's the fairest and best way to put that. Thank you. Yeah. And this is uh, this is the first time we've talked about this difference in a long time. I know, but like the the issue I've had, and I don't know if this is because I'm a south to north wiper. Sometimes when you wad up the paper, you place it against your poo hole, and then you go to wipe. Sometimes it like velcros the TP to my ass, and then when I go to wipe, the TP stays and my hand moves. And then I touch a bunch of poop. Mm. I was actually just joking about that. That's never happened to me. <laughs> just like it's well, never happened to you guys. So I, mean, I, I can't say that I don't, that does not occur to me sometimes also. Like it's still same just because we're then South to North wipers or is that what, how are you determining North and South? I say, South is the grundle, and north is the nape of your ass crack. So north is away from your penis. Use nape yes. in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, the place where your butt crack transforms into your ass, or your ass crack transforms into your tramp stamp, is the nape of <laughs> your buttocks crack. It's the nape of your body. I think I used that correctly. Hold on, let me Google nape real quick. 
And I'm guessing it's just N-A-P-E. If someone told me nape was not a word, I would believe that. It's only, but the, the thing is, nape is only, it's a specific part of the body. <laughs> it's not, it's not a blanket term for anything. It's not the ass crack? <laughs> no. It's oh! The, it's the back of, of a person's neck. Yep. <laughs> your fucking ass crack starts at your, at your neck? Yeah, where's your guy's uh, ass crack start? <laughs> You really are a fucking south to north white burn. Yeah, he fucking goes all the way north. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like a cocktail shrimp. Kevin goes from the fucking South Pole all the way up to the Arctic when he likes. Oh. <laughs> Kevin, you're terrible with birds. I make, I, I make like, a, I get a roll of teepee and I spindle it up, kind of like if you were tying bed sheets together and climbing out a prison window. I do that with the TP and I just throw it over my back and catch it like a pair of nunchucks and then just floss. Yeah, or like one of those old timey cloth, like paper towel, not paper towels because it's cloth, but cloth towel things in the bathrooms that would just oh, go yeah. around on a circle. You just can. Those are horrible. <laughs> I can't believe those ever existed. What a terrible thing. Well, and Jeff, I don't know that you should be casting anybody any aspersions at somebody for being bad with words. Well, you'll well, be the judge of that literally later. Yeah, why I don't, know. I, why don't I we find out teeing that up? Why don't we find out right now how good Jeff is with words? Let's do it. So, God. this is a game I created for a different show, but since I bring nothing to the table, I'll just take that nothing and bring it to this table. And we're good with the nothing you bring to the table here. We're really, we're okay with. I don't yeah. think our table can really fit much more nothing, but we'll give it a try, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I gave Jeff earlier today, we connected over Zoom, and I was texting him words, and Jeff had to use it in a sentence whether he knew what it meant or not. And Shuddy since you're the only person who wasn't involved in this game, you get to guess beforehand whether you think Jeff will use that word in a sentence properly or not. And the Puminati at home can play too. This is like the, the MSPH home game. Has Jeff uh, since been told what the words mean? Or does he still... Uh, no. I, and... I actually could have Googled it, but I... I've... I didn't. I just I just took a nap and then pooped instead. We actually talked about this while we were recording. I, I There's a couple of these that help. I wouldn't even be able to use in a sentence either. And, uh, uh, I, that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Because yeah. I know when you and I discussed the you know possible words, um, there were some that I gave to you that I found on a list somewhere that i didn't even know the definition of so yeah i was just looking at high school vocab words and i was like shit i should have paid more attention in high school but hey maybe in a future installment you guys can record me taking a shot at, at, at some words but i'm very excited for this game yeah and i don't even know what to call it we can call it like jeff cabulary or um uh a Jeff Soros? <laughs> no, that doesn't work. Um, Clarkshire. How smart is Jeff? Jeffinary. 
Um, Voclarkulary. That one rolls right off the tongue. Nice. Yeah. That's an easy one for you to tee up every single time we do this. Yeah, that one felt good. Coming out of my mouth. Queefster's Dictionary. Queefster's Dictionary? (laughs) But Dictionary is spelled D-I-C-K? Well, of course. Yeah. Wow. That's good. That's great branding. Yep. We got a queef and a dick in the same in the same uh segment title. Yeah, that 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 paints an image of in my mind of a queef someone queefing on a dick and some of the queef air going in the dick's pee hole and then that pee hole queefing that queef back out as a dick queef. All right, let's do this game. <laughs> um oh, a queef snowball into a dick head. Uh, <laughs> You really just thought of something new. Good job. <laughs> oh, my God. How are we not up for fucking Webby Awards every year? I mean, for Christ's sake, is it just the podcasting I mean, world is terrified of us? the second time in my life in the last week and a half, snowballing has been referenced because it's it plays a very central part in an episode of Succession. Oh, I was like, wait a second. Did you snowball somebody this in this past week? No, no, no. God, no, no. I the thought- rhomboid. Thought maybe we could take a quick uh, little detour before we play a the game. A little detour, nope. <laughs> Damn Sorry. it. I was licking this guy in the nape of his dick. All right. One Shutty of my boys. best friends in high oh, school. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I hit the... I accidentally touched a button. Whew, that was close. Shutty boy. And yes. the Puminati at home. The first word is beguiled. Will Jeff use beguiled correctly in a sentence? Um... Two things. Should we put a poll out on any of these words? Nah, it might be too messy. There's too many. Okay. Uh, beguiled. I am going to say that he knows this one. I'll, I'll fully admit, if I was given this word, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. I'd try. But... um. And Shuddy, you you know, you claim to be the smartest of MSPH, and since we've only had one one event in what was supposed to be a gauntlet of events, you That's because you both are too fucking scared. Well, we can get into this later. But <laughs> you can be the deciding vote on whether he used it properly or not. Could you use this properly in a sentence, Shuddy Boy? This is a word that I feel like I know the definition of. However, can I look these up as you're seeing them up? No, no, not don't look them up yet because I want to. Uh, I want to ask you if your wording isn't clear, like the context clues you're giving aren't clear. I want to ask you what you intended the definition to be. That's fair. All right. But go. since Jeff is asking if he can look up what the what the words mean before the first one is even played, <laughs> I am now lacking confidence in my answer. Well, let's find out. My I regret taking tree- my finger off the piece. Huh? I said I regret taking my finger off the piece. Well, life is full of regrets, shuddy boy. Here we yep. go. Regrets. My favorite Street Fighter character is Beguiles. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Fergie is clearly beguiled about how to sing the national anthem. 
He definitely did not use that, right? What did you think the definition was? Um, like struggling to do something. Like it's almost like. See, I, when you said when you said Fergie, I thought that you were going to use it correctly. See, I would have said like um, <clears throat> I didn't study for my test today. And when the sheet was put in front of me, I was beguiled by the questions. And I just Googled it, and yeah, that's wrong. We were Whoa. both we were I both kind of on the I, same I, page. I, I, I'm going to use it in a sentence uh, and see if Jeff can figure out the answer. Okay, and I have a backup sentence to tee up with you as well. And we're going to keep – I'm going to keep it with <laughs> – uh, in the My Humps video, Fergie is very beguiling. And how about this one, Jeff? I texted Shuddy Boy a picture of my asshole with a bunch of toilet paper remnants on it, and that image beguiled his boner. Oh, wow. <laughs> that one's not that good of a one. <laughs> oh, that I think one... it's very good. So it's like an instigated. It started. Right? Oh, that was close. Beguile is to charm or enchant. That's why I don't understand how Kevin is saying that he charmed my boner with his toilet paper dingleberries. Yeah, you got horny from it. Clearly. I beguiled your boner. All right. Mm. I thought beguiled was confused, so... Fuck me. Yeah, so did I. Oh, for one. Um, okay. Second word. A plum. A plum. Yeah. He does not know that word. A P L O M B, I think. A plum. I think I got this one. So you're going with a no, Shuddy. I didn't know what this word meant. All right, Puminati so, at yes, home. I'm going with a no. Make your guesses. Shuddy Boy's a no. Here is Jeff's uh, answer. My aplomb nature gives off a very carefree vibe. What do you think, Shuddy? God damn. I, I think that he, I would say that he used it correctly. Right. It's like, um, like, like confident almost like your year it's self-confidence or assurance especially when in a demanding situation huh there you go jeff suck on my dick oh all right one for one or one for two all right what about the word so how, wait are we how can we score this is it like when Sure. If I guess right I get a point if I guess wrong he gets a point is that or we can just yes. score Jeff like it's a test. Yeah, that's what, I feel like that's what makes the most sense, right? Because if if you guess it, if you guess that I get it right and I get it right, does that mean we both get a point? Like there's no way for both of us to lose. I don't know. I guess we could just do who gets Well, like like the first one your the shutting. first the first one we both lost because I said you knew it and you didn't. Okay, so we're competing, me and you. 
And then the second one, I said that you didn't know it and you did. So I would feel like that would be a point for you. Okay, so I have one, you have nothing. No, but what confusing. happens if we both get it? If you're like, oh, I think he gets it and I do get it, then... Then it's a draw. All right, fair enough. All right. Third word is prudent. I was kind of hoping when, when I gave Jeff a plum, he was going to be like, oh, I was hungry yesterday, so I ate a plum as a snack. That's kind of what I was expecting. Uh, <laughs> prudent, though, I think is a common enough word uh, that he would know this. Even this fucking idiot Jeff knows. <laughs> All right, well, so, let's find out. Terrible look for my brand. The only thing prudent about me is my sports gambling. How are you using prudent, Jeff? Um, the right way. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like... Uh... No, because depending on how... I mean... The... Depending on either the real definition or an incorrect definition could have been like that sentence. It could go either way. Like attention to detail, paying close attention to detail is kind of what I was thinking. Like prudent is like someone who's buttoned up who. That that is like, you could not get any closer to the definition of prudent without getting it right. (laughs) Damn it. All right, well, what's the definition? Acting with or showing care and thought for the future. Hmm. Okay. So, again, yes, theoretically, you used it correctly if you're planning for the future with your bets. I feel like I didn't get that one right, though. Right. That's why I asked for clarification. Clarification's gay. But so it's 1-1. One, one. I was kind of hoping one. Jeff for that one would have been like, I tried to hook up with this chick at the movies, but she turned me down. I guess she's a bit prudent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next word Which, is... I mean, I think that's probably where prude breaks down from. Probably. Yeah. It, it does seem like prude being uh, a word to describe somebody who's not down to get frisky with you early on in a relationship probably came from like a mashy kind of guy. Like, ah, oh, we were in my T-bird and everything was going fine, but she wouldn't suck my cock. It's a, she's a bit prudent. She's a kind of a prude. You see? Yeah, see? I had to suck my own cock. Yeah, prude is like slang for prudent. Yeah. Okay. Next word is abhor. Abhor. Did you abhor? Pr- abhor. You pronounced it correctly for him. I just texted it to him. Okay. Abhor. Abhor. No, he doesn't know this one. Fucking abhor. I don't think I do. All right, I don't remember find what out. I said though. I don't remember what you said either. Little mommy eating her own vagina is a boring behavior. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, forgot I use little mama's vagina in this example. I think that's correct. 
That sounds yeah, like a win how to did me. You, how did you intend it, Jeff? Disgusting. Gross. Regard with disgust and hatred. So, yep, you got it right. Nice. Little mama, you gross little bitch. Oh, your pussy saved the day. All right. Next word, <clears throat> exasperation. He does know this one. Okay. Let's find out. I think a gayer version of exhausted is exasperation. It's like exhausted. Exasperation is exhausted on steroids. <laughs> How's my aim? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm exasperated by your lack of knowing what that word means. Yeah, you're tired. <laughs> A feeling of intense irritation or annoyance. Damn it. <laughs> That's not too tired. All right. I'll hold the L on that one. So most of the time during queef or no queef, you would qualify as exasperated. Yeah, this season, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Next word is intrepid. Can Jeff use intrepid correctly in a sentence? I want to say yes, but I think if he does in the reason I'm saying yes in this situation is he's going to make a sent. I would think he would make a sentence about the USS Intrepid that's in New York City. Mm. But that's not technically using it right. No, so no, no, I would no. Say that's no. not in the spirit of the game. So I would say no. <laughs> I did non-technically use that word, actually. So you are you are kind of on the scent. Yeah. Honestly, I think I would have I would have failed on this one, but let's I see. I have no idea what this word means. Let's find out. Let's find out how Jeff did. One of my best friends in high school had an, an, an intrepid. Drove an intrepid. <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, I forgot about all the this car, too. <laughs> well, hold on. Oh, shit. It didn't. It started over. I just left that in there as a joke. Hold on. We got to sit through that again. One of my best friends in high school had an, an, an intrepid. Drove an intrepid. <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> uh, all this intrepid weather makes me feel like global warming is a scam. <laughs> uh, I mean, holes. No, nope. It's unpredictable. Fearless, adventurous. Often used for rhetorical or humus, humorous effect. Did, did you know that one? I don't find that very... Well, I mean, it was humorous when Jeff used it. Does that count? <laughs> I mean, I knew that it meant adventurous. I didn't know that it was often used rhetorically or for humor. Yeah, I, I was kind of like... My brain was going towards like Lewis and Clark. My brain was going towards Lois Lane, the intrepid reporter. Oh, wow. We both went with Lou or Lois or Scissors. Lewis and Lois are not the same name. You're close. Okay. Next word. Shuddy boy. 
Onomatopoeia. He does not know what that word means. Let's find out. Oops. Onomatopoeia is a clever writing device for flashbacks. I think an onomatopoeia is a word that sounds like it is. Like bam. That is correct. I was trying to think of another example, but my brain's not working. Pow. Ping. Whoosh. Is whoosh a word? Fart? No, 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 no. Your ass doesn't straight up say fart. That reminds me of like whoopee cushions. Like the little graphic on a whoopee cushion is someone sitting on one and then a cartoon bubble coming out of their ass that just says poo. Like whose ass says poo? It should be like P-F-F-F-F-T. Boing, clap, zap. Oh, yeah. Pitter patter, clip clop. You know what would be a fun game that just popped into my head is foreign onomatopoeias. Cause like when we when we like mock a dog, we'll say something like woof woof or bark, but other countries have different ones. So they probably have like completely different a whole different set of onomatopoeias. That could be fun. But for today, we're quizzing Jeff. With I mean, I, high school I have. A, there's literally. I just I googled foreign onomatopoeias. There there are a lot of examples. Oh, I want a fucking onomatopoeia right in your mouth. All right, next word. It's a fun list. Connotation. As a writer, he better know this one. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt with this. It was the second guess then. All right, let's see. Yeah, because I don't remember what Jeff said for this one. Let's see. Murder and death is a negative connotation of what Halloween represents. Yeah, I would say that that's an accurate use of the word. God. I didn't want my writing card taken away. All right, so Jeff got connotation. I would say, which is an idea or feeling that a word invokes in addition to its literal or primary meaning. Yeah, that counts. That's totally what I meant. (laughs) Uh, But how would Jeff fare with the word brandish? He does not know that one. Hmm. Let's find out together. Alec Baldwin didn't know he was brandishing a fire, a loaded firearm on the movie set that one time. <laughs> I love that. That one time. Well, you know. You remember that time? The one time he killed that person. Yeah. That's what I meant. I think that counts. Brandishing, like showing, like uh, unveiling, pulling out. Yeah. I'm brandish my dick. Brandishing is a little bit more flamboyant, I think, than probably what occurred there. 
Well, I always thought brandishing so, was just like brandishing is handling flourish as something, especially a weapon, as a threat or in anger or excitement. So I would say, hold on. Well, we don't know what happened on that set. It could have. It could have been brandish. I'm pulling out a reference. So. Uh, Yosemite Sam like to brandish his gun? Oh, he was a brandishing uh, motherfucker. Jason Williams was twirling the shotgun around on his finger and shot his driver to death. He was brandishing a weapon. Oh, is that really what happened? He was twirling a shotgun like RoboCop? He was doing something dumb and it went off and killed his driver. Yeah. St. John's graduate right there, baby. Yeah, you take a lot of pride in that one, right, Jeff? I mean, <laughs> hey, whatever gets us on the map, you know? Hey, he went to my school. Nice. All right. We got five more of these. Are you bored, Shuddy, or are you enjoying yourself? Not at all. This is fun. All right. Let's bang these out. Yeah, That's great. It's ruining my brand. <laughs> I, my think brand it's in, I think it's enhancing your brand. It's just further putting you in your lane. Hey, you know, I'm ruining my brandish. I'll put myself in the hot seat. I don't know. I don't know as much as history as Jeff does. I would say I don't even know like one iota of of Jeff's history knowledge. I'm very very piss poor with with history. The whole yeah, t- every you even tell me like the Super Bowl from winner from last year. Nope, couldn't do that. I I'm way more interested in history now than I was when I was in school. Because I was just like, well, this is a fucking waste of time. Like, I'm going to need to add and divide things in the future. But I don't care what these fucking old fart faces did. Like, uh, there's a Nintendo sitting at home right now being neglected. And I got to hear about Thomas Jefferson. This is bullshit. When's the last time you added or divided anything? I can't remember that either. Shit. Okay. Sounds like you need history more than you uh, are willing to accept. Oh, wait, we actually have six left. Okay, malleable. What do you think about malleable? No. Hmm. Hmm. This is the one I was most confident in. All right, Whether well. or not I got it right, we'll find out. Let's see. Here comes the big reveal. Even though all three of us have a malleable schedule we usually record at two o'clock pacific Ooh. standard time on mondays oh i got that one right shuddy that is pretty uh yeah i mean capable of adapting to varying conditions i reached into the, all of us but i reached into the, two o'clock I reached into the toilet the other day and found out that my poo is pretty malleable. <laughs> All right, what about serendipitous? No, he does not. Do you think you know so, this one, Jeff? Are we on? It's two to one. Is that? Oh, I haven't been keeping score. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really kept score either. either have I, I got lost on that one. Well. Let's find out. That porn star's blowjob was serendipitous. 
<laughs> Actually, hold on. I take that back. I've never had one of those. Those es- that escorts blowjob was serendipitous. I mean, there is a chance. Okay. In- so, what did you? How did you uh, intend for that usage to be? Just wonderful joy. All right. Well, that's incorrect. A ton of joy, but a ton of happiness. If that is incorrect, if an escort jumped out of a trash can while you were walking home, and she quickly pulled your pants down and started sucking your dick, that that's a little bit closer. Like, wow, that blowjob was out of nowhere. No. <laughs> no, I don't know if serend- like on the list of words for after that occurred, I don't think I'd get to serendipitous for a while. I was trying to just tie it into it's kind of like things that now, just happen by chance. If you said sitting at a bar and an escort was there with somebody else who dipped on her and she's like, Well, he paid for it. Do you want a blow job? And you were like, Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that would be serendipitous. That's way better. Thank you, Shuddy. Which is occurring or discovered by chance in a happy or beneficial way. Yeah. Like in the movie. So stumbling upon something that's awesome. Like yeah. in the movie Serendipity, when John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale go for the same pair of gloves. And then they just start boning right there in front of everybody. Jeez. No, I think they do something stupid and they each buy a glove and it's been a minute since I've seen that, yeah, same. that film. But boy, do I love me some Kate Beckinsale. Holy shit. And some John Cusack. Yeah, but I follow... Not in Kate, the same way. I follow Kate Beckinsale on Instagram. I don't follow John Cusack on Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to have to look her up. Oh, oh. She's a good follow. She's in my. She's still killing it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kate Beckinsale is in my Hall of Fame, and she has been for a while. Private? You what? That can't be true. Yeah. I did not know that. I'm just going to request her. All right, we're getting we're getting sidetracked here. Next vocab word: transient. Can Jeff use transient in a sentence? Why should I have some faith? I mean, if he doesn't reference the trillion-dollar man in his sentence, I don't think it counts as using it correctly. Well, let's see if Mister On God has has a makes a, a cameo. Oh God! All right. Oops. Why isn't the page switching? There we go. That Netflix documentary that me and Shuddy recently reviewed, the act-wielding hitchhiker is just about a fucking murderous transient. He got me. He got there. All right, two left. Two left. No trillion dollar man, but Netflix stock, we both watched it. Can Jeff properly use the word octogenarian in a sentence? No. Puminati at home. Did you look this up already, Shuddy? Do you know the meaning of this word? I do know the meaning of this word. Yeah. 
I do as well, and I can tell you the origin of me knowing this word once we play the clip. That spider has been on my windowsill for a long, long time. Must be an octogenarian. I mean... Kinda. I mean... Were you using the word sarcastically, Jeff? Kind of. (laughs) Say some being with eight legs. Okay, no. (laughs) (laughs) A being with eight legs? That's what an octogenarian is? Yeah, well, an old, an old, an old being with eight legs. So, octogenarian is a term specifically related for elderly spiders. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's got a pretty limited usage, but I've never heard of it. So, <laughs> that's the best one so far. Yeah, for real. Uh, an octogenarian shit. is someone between the ages of eighty and eighty-nine years old. Yeah, and I I knew that because when the Six Flags commercials came out with that fucking weird old man in a mask doing the dances, he was officially referred to by Six Flags corporate as the dancing octogenarian. And I was like, what the fuck? And I looked it up. And yeah, essentially an old fart. So if that spider somehow lived 80 years, he could be an octogenarian. But again, it the it does work in that sentence as extreme sarcasm, as like that spider has been there for fucking ever. Yeah, like these toilet paper dingleberries and Shuddy Boy's ass crack have been around for so long; they're practically octogenarians. I was. I don't close. like that one. <laughs> I was close. All right, last one, last one of Jeff Cabulary. Ambivalent. Wait, I gotta let little mama out. Little bitch, little mama. <laughs> no, he will not use ambivalent correctly. All right, the gauntlet has been thrown, Jeff. Here is Jeff's sentence. I'm pretty ambivalent towards ever doing this game again. It's pretty terrible for my brand. Yeah. Kind of got you there. Ambivalent means to add some context to it. It's like you take it or leave it. Like you're kind of, you're whatever about it. Having mixed feelings or contradictory ideas about something or someone. So yes, you used it correctly. Yeah. I think you, at the end of the day, Jeff, I, I, I know we lost count, but you shot some decent ropes across Shuddy Boy's face in this game. Kevin is in a very... Kevin is just in a very aggressive way today. I'm just trying to be funny. I'm (laughs) overcompensating. I've been kind of in the darkness lately. This is my way of overcompensating for it. You really... It's about time you brought something to the fucking table. (laughs) F you, Shuddy. What have you been in the darkness about? Let's talk about that. Or, or should we not talk about that? Nah, it's not fun. I've just been real bummed out about my dad. It comes in waves. So, yeah. That's understandable. Been... Yeah, for sure. And I, I didn't... I'm, Jeff picked up on what you were saying more than I did. I just thought that you were... <laughs> I thought your electricity went out. No, making a joke about not contributing anything. That's all. Oh, no, no, no. I just... 
So now I feel like a dick. No, no, no. It's fine. You take your bad mood out on Carl. It's that's what girlfriends are for. <laughs> oh man. No, I'm a <laughs> I am a very good boyfriend. I took I took nothing out on Carl. In fact, I went out of my way to try and make Carl as happy as possible this weekend. We wanna I roll being... right into my game. Oh fuck or do yeah. We wanna... No, no, no. I, I games are games are making me smile today. I need this. <laughs> Memes are good. Memes are good. Let me just scroll through your texts again so I make sure I have the the proper game. Okay, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I know what we're doing. Letterbox D. Letterbox D. It's Letterbox D. The D stands for dicks. for dicks. It's the Letterbox D game. Well, as you both may know, Ant-Man and Wasp Quantum Mania was released this past week. Oh, I'm well aware because I went to the theater and saw it. I have not seen it yet, but in honor of it being the tied for the lowest tomato scored MCU movie uh, with the Eternals, Ooh. this is going to be an Ant Man centric letterbox D game. Ooh. However, uh-oh. All Marvel movies are removed from the results. Ooh. What a so shocking way. twist. All right. So, I'm into it. And that'll actually probably help Jeff out, I believe. That's kind of I mean, if we can't do five people from Ant, you know, the top 4 people from Ant-Man uh and have Avengers Endgame not be the top movie for most of them. Yeah, fair enough. So that's why I figured we'd do it this way. So that being said, we are going to start with Ant-Man Scott Lang himself, Paul Rudd. Hmm. <clears throat> All right, Jeff, you want to do the honors? Um. Paul Rudd's been in some I'll bangers. Do, I'll do role models. <sighs> it's like you don't even care about winning, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you think, what do you got? That's his most popular non-Marvel movie? I, I mean, mean, I feel like it's got to be a Judd Apatow. I just don't think that these are like... I think you're trying to apply like science and logic to this, and I really don't think there is a lot of it. Just it's sometimes tough. when we get the result results back, it's like, what? Come on. I think so. Here's I'll I'll share some of my inner thoughts on letterbox D game selections. So I feel like a lot of the time when people start their letterbox D accounts, they don't necessarily do like what myself and I believe Stevie B did where they spent a long time just going through actors, going through directors and trying to mark every single movie they've seen in their life as watched. A lot of people start their account and start going forward. And maybe they'll they'll be like, "Okay, yeah, I remember I've seen Back to the Future, so I'll go back and mark Back to the Future as watched." But people leave a lot of gaps. So I think that's why a lot of the times when we play this game, people's more mo- recent movies do better than what some might consider their classics. 
But Paul Rudd, I mean, he wasn't clueless. And Clueless is a huge movie. But did enough people on Letterboxd go back and retroactively mark that as watched? Or is it going to be an Apatow thingy? So that's... So that, that's the uh, honestly, I didn't even think of Apatow, which makes me kind of feel dumb. But the first, the only two movies that popped up in my brain were Role Models and Clueless. And I just thought, since Role Models was more recent, that would show up on Letterboxd searches more so. So that was my logic. Okay. Maybe I think I'm still going to go with dumb. Apatow, and I'm going to go with. Uh... Forty year old, forty year old virgin. Final answer. So Kevin, you're at forty year old virgin. Yes. And Jeff, role models. Yes, yep. sir. No points for anyone. Oh, even the list. <laughs> Kevin was significantly higher up the list. <laughs> yeah, I thought role not, models was a popular movie. Not taking out. Uh, the four Marvel movies that he's in, uh, or he's in, uh, I the found f- this on the web. Uh-oh. Can... Um, role models was number 29. Yikes. 40 year old virgin was number 10. Ooh. Uh, his most popular non Marvel movie is The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, that's a good movie. I like that one. His second non-Marvel is Clueless. And Fuck his third me. is William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Oh, my God. I forgot he was in that one. Same. I should have. Not, not guessing Clueless makes me feel bad because that's like a, that's a Clark classic. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, we really whiffed on that one. All right, let's shake it off. We'll get the next actor. Okay, so we'll stick with the Ant-Men and do Hank Pym, Mr. Michael Douglas, next. Ooh, damn it. This is going to be fucking tricky. I'll tell you what, I did recently watch a Michael Douglas movie from the 80s that I had never seen called Black Rain. That was fucking awesome. That was like, as as far as 80s action movies go, even though it wasn't super action-y, I'm very surprised it took me that long to dig that one up and watch it because it, it fucking ruled. Uh, do you want to go first on this one, Jeff? I can't even like... I went first on the last one, so... Fuck me. Michael Douglas... I also get him, conf- even though I love Michael Douglas, I sometimes get crisscrossed. I get my wires crossed with uh, Martin Sheen. Um, That's fair. They were in okay. some movies together. I can, I can see that. Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas. No, Martin Sheen was in Apocalypse Now. Pretty sure of that. Wall Street? I guess I'll go that Wall is Street. a Michael Douglas and a Martin Sheen movie, so you're, you're covered there. Oh. <laughs> Martin Sheen was in that or Charlie Sheen? Martin Sheen plays Charlie Sheen's dad in oh, Wall that's Street. That's right. Yep. 
Huh. Here's what no. I found. Wow. Siri. Like, oh, I mean, rant, rant. You are not welcome. I don't even know what I said that. Sheen. Sheen. That has to be it. I'm not saying it again. So now no. it's your guess, Jeff. Kevin used my guess. Oh, no. Other Michael Douglas movies. Like the only one I can think of is like falling down. Final oh. answer. No. Hold on. Let me think for another minute. I got to say something to stall though. So it's not just dead air. I mean, what other movies would you pick? That's a dumb question. This is a violating a violation of the rules, but just me. I just, I'm just wondering if I got it right. Was he in like a guardians of the galaxy or was that Kurt Russell? That's a Marvel movie. It's Kurt Russell, but we're taking all the Marvel movies out. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So either way I was wrong. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, Yeah. I guess I have to go with, Oh my God. What is another one? Wasn't he in that, that movie, the game? With Sean Penn, he was I'll early early Christopher Nolan. I'll go with the game, Sean. So Penn. you're going with the game over falling down? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Final answer. Yeah. Well, well I I was like, oh man, Jeff just trounced me, but I feel way more confident now. Jeff just trounced answer. you again. Oh, Jeff just fucking trounced you. Because with the uh, Ant-Man and Endgame included, Wall Street is number eight. Which Endgame, Ant-Man, Ant-Man and Wasp, and Quantumania are are in his top five. So that puts Wall Street at number four for the game. Fuck. Jeff, with his initial guess of falling down, would have gotten the number three movie. But talked himself up to the number one. No way. So the ga- it went the game, Basic Instinct, Falling Down, Wall Street. Oh, God Basic damn. Instinct. I should have known that one. I didn't even, even cross my mind. Been Jeff. Fucking pussy. Parmesan. Uh, a rare Letterboxd win for me. I like it. Okay. I actually just watched Basic in- Instinct for the first time fairly recently. I have never seen it either. Is it good? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Is it good? That was definitely one that came out when I was too young to make those kinds of decisions. And that was absolutely like that was never even on my radar. That was like the biggest thing that was going around when that movie came out. It's like, oh, there's pussy in this movie. So there was zero chance I was being allowed to break the PG-13 rule to see that one. But it was good. Like Sharon Stone's really good in it. Michael Douglas is really good in it. Fucking... Newman from Seinfeld's in it. Um, what is it about? So in the in the the opening scene, you see her boning this guy, and it's like a real strong bone zone scene. And then she just pulls an ice pick out and just fucking obliterates this guy while they're fucking. And like it was way more graphic than I thought it was going to be. I think there's a point where. They just, she's just stabbing him over and over and over and over. And then they show him like with his hands up trying to like fight her off. And you, the, the ice pick like goes through his face and out the other side in one of the stabs. It's pretty vicious. But it's, it's uh, Paul Verhoeven who did, you know, Starship Troopers and Robocop. 
he makes some some pretty wild movies. But yeah, I can't believe I didn't think of Basic Instinct. I'm a stupid head today. Uh, the next one uh, might be difficult, so we may, if you guys want to uh, eliminate her, we I have plenty more to move on to. But Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I can name any of her movies that aren't Marvel. Yeah, I got nothing on her. I I, I don't even know who that human is, to be honest. It. I just have Marvel movies and Lost. And Lost is not a movie. Hey, how many basic instinct dicks would you suck? Well, since we're playing the Letterbox D game, let me consult my Letterbox D. And we will move on to. Did you see Lit- Sharon Stone's Nugatos in it? Oh yeah, she's naked through like the entire fucking movie. Uh, I gave it three dicks. Oh, that's not good. Nah, it was it was a little silly, and he's. Oh, that's right. The sex scenes in it were like real aggressive. So there are parts where Michael Douglas was like grabbing chicks by their hair and throwing them up against a wall and just like pulling their pants down and pumping them real quick. He got up to some some sketchy shit in that movie. He doesn't make love. He fucks. Yep. <laughs> and we're going to go with M- Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm. Okay. By the way, Carl and I both had the same reaction after Quantumanium. Michelle Pfeiffer is a fucking fox. Holy shit. She always has been. Always has been and apparently always will be. What a babe. All right, Jeff, you're going first on this one. Michelle Pfeiffer. And I'm spacing out. The only one I can think of is Batman Returns. Not a okay. not a Marvel movie. No, nope. that is not a Marvel movie. The only ones removed are Marvel movies. All right. Uh, God damn it! What's the other one with Coolio? That can't. There's no way that does better. I'll do Batman Returns. <laughs> what was it? Dangerous Minds? Is that the one with Coolio? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say Gangster's Paradise. But. <laughs> That's the song. Yeah. I, I don't even think Coolio was in the movie, though. I think he just did that song. Okay. Uh, man, I'm really brain farting today. Maybe, um, hmm. I guess I'll go with The Witches of Eastwick. Her... Jack Nicholson, Cher, uh, 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 Susan Sarandon, and they get their boink on. One of you scored points, and one of you did not. Jeff scored points. I got him. Got him. This one. Come on. Number one. Actually, actually, nobody scored points. No fucking way. Uh, Really? I'm. I just looked up her filmography. I forgot she was in Scarface. That has oh, to be up there, right? I have my the ones that I've watched darkened out, and on everything up until Michelle Pfeiffer, everything blanked out has been Marvel, so I've just ignored it. Uh, but yes, yeah, Scarface was number one. Mother, number two. Mm. Murder on the Orient Express, number three. Fucking Batman shit. Batman Returns, number 
four. Crap. And Dangerous Minds is one, two, three. I knew Dangerous Minds was going to be low. Number 27 Hmm. on her list. All right. Well, that was a fucking whiff. Damn it. So Jeff is currently kicking my ass. Three to nothing. Ooh, Jeff is currently scored were for Michael Douglas. I'm getting fisted. Uh, and since we're there already, we'll do it. Mr. Al Pacino. He wasn't in Ant-Man. Scarface. We, we had to pivot because everybody under those top four was, I didn't think was going to be oh, okay, okay. good. So now we're doing people who have co-starred with people in Ant-Man. <laughs> All right, so I guess it's me this time. Nope, it's Jeff this time because he got higher than you. Oh, oh all right. I, I thought we just alternated. Well, okay, we can do that too. Go. Go, Kevin. See, this is tough. I want to say Jack and Jill, but I got to start playing with my mind and not my heart. Hmm. And I also don't want to brainstorm out loud because I could give Jeff a clue. I want to give Jeff any clues. Let's see. I mean, it's kind of it kind of has to be Scarface, right? Got to go to Palma. Scarface. Jeff. Cruising. I feel like I'm using recall on this one. I'm gonna. I think I remembered this movie scoring high and winning for another person, but I'll go Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I know for a fact that's it. That's got to be it. This is the rare letterbox D game where Jeff is just smacking you around with his micro penis. <laughs> I remember that one. Jeff. I don't know what who we did for that. I Man, I had to be like Brad Pitt or Leo, but I remember that one ranking like really, really high. So I was like, uh, "Fuck it, I'll just go with it." Scarface was number five. Fuck me! I can't even get on the board this this game. Irishman was four. Godfather Part Two was three. The Godfather was number two. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was number one. I fucking See, blanked on the Godfather. Bullshit, I just I just remembered from doing this a while back. I blanked on the fucking Godfather. Wow. I mean, so did I. Uh, the, right when I heard Al Pacino, I was like, "Oh, it's going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." This is <laughs> this is like a cheat code. Yeah. Damn it. All right. Mr. Sean Pennsylvania. Oh. What's that movie that I did with? Okay. Great acting job. I don't want to give you any. Um... It's your guess, Jeff. You scored. No, I know. I'm thinking out loud, but I don't want to oh. give Kevin a hint. Um... Blood Diamond. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I'll just go with like one of my favorite Sean Penn movie ever. What I think it's a five dicker too. I, I love Mystic River. I think fucking Mystic River is awesome and everyone and it kills it. My brother hates on Tim Robbins in that movie, but I, I don't know. I love that movie. I'll, I'll go Mystic River. I had a couple other guesses in my mind and my head, but that's that's my official one. I actually still haven't seen that one. 
I know it's so like heavy and sad that like I've I've hovered the cursor over it before and I was about it to hit really play. Good. And I was like, fuck, I know this is going to ruin my whole, whole day. I can't do it. Did it win Best Picture? I think it did. I, I believe so. It's like one of those movies that's a rare, like, justifiably Best Picture winner. Like that movie, I love that movie. Oh, Clint Eastwood directed I forgot about that. But that is definitely what you might, that, that movie's almost was like the precursor for misery porn movies. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was picking up on. Huh. Like right. Mystic River, Sleepers, like those are both really good fucking movies, but they're they're not like light fun times. Yeah. Right <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll go the opposite end of the spectrum and I'll pick something cheery and go with Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Kevin, even when neither of you score, can you beat Jeff? Fast Times at Ridgemont High was number eight. Mystic River was number six. Holy shit. I was going to go with the, is this, they're the other guests I had were, he was in colors, right? Oh, well, that's not even, Never that's mind. not even in the top. Yeah. I was going to uh, go with man. I Am Sam. Uh, <laughs> oh, full retard. Yeah. The movie that almost murdered his career. The game. No, was number four. Was oh, number four. okay. Then yeah. we've got the Tree of Life. Oh God, Terrence Malick movie. Being John Malkovich. Forgot he was in it, but great film. And Licorice Pizza is number one. Ah, oh, that's fucking dumb. Fuck. Yeah, Jeff is just throwing dick hadoukens up my ass. This game. How do we find where Mystic River is streaming? I'm I'm interested in your review on that one, Kevin. All right. Now, now we're at, at a weird twist. We're at a weird twist that has never occurred before. Oh, yeah? That we. I mean, there is rules in place that the last one is a winner-take-all that we put in place to give Jeff a chance that now gets to come into play for you, Kevin. All right. Oh, Kevin, the Hail Mary play. I'm I'm down for uh for a courtesy a courtesy blowy. Um, to answer your question, Jeff, Mystic River. It doesn't look like it's streaming anywhere for free, but it's a three dollar rental on Prime. It used to be on Netflix. And the person we're gonna use for this is Emma Watson. I don't know. Emma Watson. I know who she's... Guess, who gets to guess first? Isn't that you, Kevin? Or is it me? I don't remember. I did Sean Penn first, so I guess this one's you. Emma Watson. Pretty sure she's Hermione? There's two Emmas, and I get them confused. She's it's... not... Yeah, It's not Emma Stone. It's... Or or Emma Roberts. Wow, there's a lot of um, very pretty ladies named Emma. Hmm. Dude, Emma Stone hasn't been around for a while, I feel like. I wonder what she's up to. And she's not Emma Thompson. She's from Scottsdale, a whore. I'll go with 
Perks of being a wallflower. I don't know a single movie Emma Watson's in. I'll, I'll guess that the first Harry Potter. Is she the Emma that's in that? I'm pretty she sure. She is. Uh, Harry Potter, a, a crane of time. <laughs> but sadly, uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone or Sorcerer's Stone, whichever you refer to it as, was number four. Oh. Well, Kevin Perks of Wallflower should win, right? Because that showed up. Perks of being a wallflower. Perks of being a wallflower was number two for Emma Stone. So Kevin, <laughs> my life. scores on a hail mary at the end of the game to win, and I don't feel good about it. I mean, can we we can retroactively amend the rules where you needed a true win on that one? And Jeff got the true win. Jeff, I mean, you can score two. it however you want. I'm going to walk away from this feeling good about my performance. You should. You should feel very good about this performance, Jeff. It was MVP I'm just, caliber. I'm just happy I remembered the uh, once upon a time in Hollywood thing. You came I, in and were dropping dimes all over Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the perks of a wallflower of being a wallflower movie poster. I've never heard of this fucking movie in my entire life. I've, I don't know. I didn't know it existed. It came out in 2012, apparently. It's pretty good. No idea. It's it's like, uh, I would say that's in the, on the Hall of Fame of coming-of-age movies. It's a good flick. Suffered from clinical depression since Hollywood. Childhood. Well, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra Miller, isn't he in hot water? Yeah, for like sucker punching people and robbing them and kidnapping them or some shit. But I think they're out of hot water now. And that's why we're getting that stupid movie released. I've heard it's cool. I just hate him, hate them in it. I just don't like them as the Flash. It is a little silly. The the especially when the the trailer had they featured so much of two Ezra Millers making like silly jokes back and forth. I didn't care for that, but boy, seeing Michael <clears throat> Keaton back in the the Batman suit was very fucking cool. So, I'm interested so- to see what they do with that. Now that we've spent the last 45 minutes talking about the people in Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania, what did you think of it? So... You almost went and saw that? I didn't see it yet. I went and saw it on Saturday with Carl. We got I got tickets for the, the AMC by Universal Studios uh, like the day that they announced that they were on sale. Just because I knew it was going to be a fucking mad dash to get tickets opening weekend anywhere. So um, I had tickets for a while and then saw all the reviews coming out saying how horrible it was. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, has has Marvel kind of lost their mojo? Because people hated Thor Love and Thunder, even though I enjoyed it. I thought that was a good one. Um, I wasn't... I'd say Doctor Strange 2 is at the bottom of the barrel for me. I think that's the worst Marvel movie so far. I think 
Eternals kind of got uh, a bad rap. I didn't think Eternals was all that bad. It wasn't great, but it was a fun comic book movie. And I kind of feel the same about Quantumania. It, like, it wasn't Infinity War. It, it's not a top-tier Marvel movie, but it's also not the bottom. It's it's starting to feel like they're making Marvel movies. They're 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 out of all the big name characters, so they're they're going to the deep cuts now. So if you're a real comic book nerd, it feels like these movies are aimed more towards you now. Um, a lot of the big knocks was that it was there was way too much CGI. Which, I mean, yeah, the whole thing was CGI. They spend ninety percent of the movie in the quantum realm. But I don't know. It's fucking that superhero movies. They're all just CGI fests at this point. And as a comic book nerd, I I left that movie and was like, yeah, that was that was fun. Carl that seems to be the consensus that I'm seeing from the nerdier crowd. Even Carl would, liked it. That I would respect the opinions of, like a lot of people that I've seen on social media that enjoy comic book movies enjoyed the movie and it just seemed like the reviews i were seeing bashing it were that it was predictable and it wasn't as good as the first two and it wasn't but not by much all right well i mean i'll I'll say this modok holy shit if you're not a comic book reader and you're not familiar with modok seeing that in a live action movie has got to be so fucking jarring. Like it was, it was very silly. Um, this is a mild spoiler, but I don't think it's, it's nothing earth shattering. The guy who plays Modoc is the guy who was the first bad guy in the first Ant-Man. The guy that played yellow jacket, Corey, Corey Stoll. Uh, I saw some sort of clickbait headline on Facebook or Twitter about Yellow Jacket and Modoc, and I didn't make the connection, so that makes sense. Like Modoc, when he uh, first shows up in the movie, he's just so Modoc is a giant head with little fucking baby arms and legs sticking out of it, and he ba- basically rides a flying high chair around. So his legs are, his little beady legs are just fucking dangling off this gigantic head encased in a big suit that has a whole bunch of weapons that can shoot out of it and stuff. And when he shows up, he's all, it's almost like a robot. Like he's just a, a pissed off looking MODOK, all gold metal. But then the fucking suit flips up and it's that guy's head stretched out. And it looks... The CG was pretty bad on it. It kind of looked like an Instagram filter. Like, hey, turn yourself into Modoc for your stories. Really? Yeah. And obviously a character like that leaping off the page into a live action movie is incredibly silly. So Modoc was the butt of a lot of jokes and they tried to make light of it. But they still could have put a couple thousand bucks more into the CG and made it look a little better. Because it was, it was rough. But as a comic book nerd, it was like, holy fucking shit, we're at the point now where we're seeing MODOK in these movies? That's pretty wild. But like, I don't know, it was, it's kind of like if you mixed Tron, Star Wars, and Avatar. Like you get shrunken down into some tiny little world that has its own species So you gotta throw Honey, I Shrunk the Kids into that too then. Hmm... 
I guess because of the giant ants. Well, and that they were shrunk down. Yeah, but they're shrunken down so small. It's like in Tron where he gets shrunken well, down I, and goes into a motherboard, and then there's a, a whole race of, of people in there. But the, the the special effects got a little spotty here and there, but for the most part, it was it was cool looking. The visuals were very cool, bright and colorful and weird. Weird as fuck. Holy shit, was this a weird fucking movie. And Kang was pretty good. Great villain. They sort of teed it up. The post credit scene left me a little nervous. I won't spoil it because you haven't seen it yet, Shuddy, but the, the post credit scene, I was like, hmm, it's an interesting way of going about things, and this kind of seems a little goofy. But I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. It was like a 3.25 to a 3.5 dicker. I feel like, Shuddy, you and I will enjoy it than the casual... Marvel movie fan. Is are either are you guys going to see Cocaine Bear this weekend? Yes. No, but based on how quickly Kevin responded, I'm 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 more interested in it now. It looks ridiculous. Like yeah. a bear just eating bricks of cocaine and then apparently from what the trailer is leading me to believe just thrashes people. And also Ray Liotta's last movie, I believe. Exactly. How can you not go and support that? Yeah. I mean, it feels weird that that's his last movie, Cocaine Bear. (laughs) He clearly didn't know that that was going to be his last movie, but (laughs) Yeah. Now, I don't know. Did you guys end up seeing anything? Um. Not really. The only thing I can review is something no one's going to be that interested in, but I watched the full swing Netflix documentary, which is about golf. Um, It's by the same people who did F1. Their idea being like it could bring as much like young excitement to the PGA tour as F1 did that documentary, which I think Shuddy saw got a lot of new fans for F1. I uh, yeah I I have watched F Formula One Drive to Survive, uh, and the new season of that starts this week, I believe. And, yeah. and I'm looking forward to that. It's made me, uh, who you know was casually aware of Formula One, a little bit more. Where sometimes on a Sunday morning, if I have work to do during the season, I'll have it on the TV while I work. Yeah. But I'm not like getting up and putting on Formula One at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm not now into it, but I'll put it on when I have the opportunity. Well, I'm all in on um, golf. It's like pretty much my favorite sport now. One of my favorite sports um, because I love it so much. So I'm just interested in consuming as much of the content as I can with it within somewhat in, in reason. I'm only really focused on the PGA tour. So this whole documentary was about the PGA tour. Some of it was about the live, but it was more from like the PGA tours perspective. I thought it was good. I mean, eight episodes, 45 minutes. It was a pretty quick watch. Um, I just throw it on while I'm researching other golf bets to make, but I liked it. Um, Netflix, I can review. Netflix had one 
of those types of series about a cricket team in India that I watched and was very enjoyable. Oh shit. Wow, are you, you guys are now? No. Or are uh, you guys have you guys called... just blown through so many documentaries you're like, I'll just watch a documentary on anything at this point. It's called Cricket Fever, Mumbai Indians. Damn. Yikes. Yeah, I haven't made it that. I haven't, yeah, I haven't watched <laughs> that one, but the Netflix uh, full swing documentary, I think is pretty good. If you're at all into golf, you'll, I'm sure you'll like it, but that's, that's pretty much the whole thing with golf, right? Like if you like any part of golf, you usually like just all that shit revolved around it. Right. So makes sense to me. I'm, I'm assuming most of the people aren't going to read that into it. Um, I watched the first two episodes of the South Park season. That's been off to a pretty good start. Have you caught any of that? Yeah, we watched those last night. Oh, yeah, dude. Going at uh, that deal or no deal model and, 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 her, and her husband, Harry. <laughs> yeah, they fucking got, they got pretty, pretty skewered on that one. Yeah. Um, I watched the second episode of Next Level Chef, Jeff. I'm keeping up with it. Nice. I passed out in the middle, but my... Uh... I lost my first, my first chef, or I lost the first uh, episode. Uh, who was it? Alex got eliminated, or yeah, you picked him. Yeah, I was so happy that he got axed. Like he's so fucking annoying. Yeah, I mean, as I was watching it again, I fell, I fell asleep like most of the way through. Um, didn't see the end, but as I was watching, I, I regretted my pick, but. Like we, there's no way to me to scout any of this, right? I, I no. watch one episode and then I'm like going through their Instagrams and it's like, all right, whatever, let's <laughs> pick. And I think he was my last pick, and he ended up getting eliminated anyway. So I'm down to four chefs. Oh, who knew? I fucking, I picked the guy whose backstory is he lost his arms and sense of smell and taste in a in a fire. And he's the first guy eliminated. What the fuck? No, I felt dumb about it because this guy's job is a doctor. And it's like, dude, if you're a fucking doctor, you don't have enough time to be a good cook. Right? Yeah. Like, and he got eliminated because he's not that good of a cook. He's a, a much better doctor. But knowing all that, you still chose him. No, I didn't know that. I didn't remember that until I saw the, until like, he had already picked him after the oh, first okay. episode, and then they went really into his backstory this episode. Yeah, and he, like he's like he's not just any doctor; like he's an ICU doctor, so his free time is oh. is limited. Yeah, isn't he from New York City too? Like a New no, York my, City, Miami. He's oh. I probably originally from New York. He's got definitely got that kind of vibe, but. He's a Miami area ICU doctor, so he deals with a lot of dying old people. Right, and like, yeah, I mean, it's a city ICU. He's got a lot of work to do. Like, he's not ever like, I've got nothing to do, you know what I mean? Like, I'll just research recipes. Like, no, this motherfucker's working around the clock. Well, he's got time to be on a cooking reality show. Yeah, well. Not anymore. He didn't have to use that much time, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, before we go for the day, why don't we chip away a little bit at... Voicemails, yay! Mount voicemail. Let's climb this fucking mountain. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. Okay. Oof. Oof. <gasps> so far back. So far back. Where the fuck are we? Is it... 
This one? I think it's this one. Oh, shit. At Scientist Party that. Hours, this is Trevor from Moreno Valley. Uh, sorry about all the background noise. I currently am at work. Um, I was listening to, I think, 517 or 518 episode talking about fucking working in fast food, man. I feel you on a personal level. My first job was Jack of the Box, man. Uh, I one time had a lady. Well, let me back truck up. It takes like three minutes to get an order out to have a successful like drive-through order or whatever. Uh, you get timed on that bullshit. But one time I had a lady come in with a fucking bucket of change and pay me $27 for her order in quarters. She had to dig through pennies, dimes, <laughs> every fucking coin to pull out $27 in quarters. And mind you, right next to our Jack of the Box is the fucking Bank of America. So, <laughs> I don't know yeah, what he's complaining about. It's dumb. only 108 quarters. Man, Shuddy Boy, you look too stoned to be able to do math right now. <laughs> fucking people out there, man. So I feel you guys. Much love. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, yeah, party on. I feel like I, at one point in time, had a customer when I was working at McDonald's who tried to pay me with like a fucking bucket of change. And I think I told him to get the fuck out. I was like, come on, man. Go fucking get those like little rolling wraps. Roll, get those, those coin rolling papers and go home and just roll these motherfuckers up. Like, my life sucks. I work at fucking McDonald's. Why, why do you want to take a shit in my mouth? piece of crap i mean it could be argued that their life is in worse shape than yours uh if they're having to pay for fast food with a bucket of change Hmm. for sure yeah you don't want to punch down in that scenario it's hard to imagine a um a mcdonald's employee punching down but maybe or maybe this motherfucker has built that bucket up over so much time They've just spent so much money. They're like, well, I got to spend this shit. Got to clear up some room here in my bucket. I don't know, but I feel you, man. That sucks ass. Uh, Let's see what this human would like to say to us. Hey, guys. uh, Big country here. Yay. Uh, Kevin just wanted to say keep your head up, but I'm going to get straight to the point. It is um, November 29th. I'm listening to the uh, Thanksgiving podcast. We're getting close to December, guys. That means we're, we're, we'll almost be in the correct year. You guys talk about Christmas movies. I had a question. You're talking about whether Die Hard is considered a Christmas movie or not. Here's another one. I never know where I fall on this argument. Nightmare Before Christmas. Ah. Is that considered a Christmas movie or is that considered a Halloween movie? Um. It hurts my brain to try and pick a side because the moment I feel one way, I think of another part of the movie and I just teeter back and forth. Uh, also, finally got around to watching that movie, Barbie. What the fuck? You know? That movie, Barfhead? Barbarian. Oh. Well, that makes sense. I did make the mistake of uh, going against Kevin's words and looking up, you know, who was in it. Um, I didn't really know much about the movie. I just knew that two actors who I like are in it. 
but um, it took a pretty big left turn yeah. multiple times. But it was a great movie, just bizarre, bizarre. All right, guys, uh, have a good holiday. If I don't speak to you, uh, keep kicking ass. So to address Big Country's first question, I feel like we discussed that at Christmas. We've answered we answered that a couple months ago. Oh. Well, yeah, I consider it both. It deals equally with Christmas and Halloween and things can be movies can be two things. There are action comedies, there are horror comedies, there's two different seasons. Yeah, there's not movie. There's not that's that's a broad umbrella you're trying to open up there kevin I don't a halloween so. christmas movie is basically the same as an action comedy guys yeah it's like calling the other guys like well it's a cop movie and it's a comedy you know well i mean that's not yeah of course but it's not the same thing as what we're talking about here my i feel like i already said this but the reason why i decided that it couldn't be a christmas movie is that it did come out before halloween like it came out According to Wikipedia, October 13th. Yeah, it is most definitely a Halloween movie. Well, I disagree. I think it's both. I think it, I think movies because, can be two things. Well, then by that, then it should also be an Easter movie. Well, no, because they don't really spend any time on Easter. They show the an Easter, Easter door. still in it. They show an Easter door and they show the Easter bunny. But it's not like making the argument for Die Hard being a Christmas movie just because it takes place on Christmas and there's... Christmas decorations in it. Like it it really drills home Halloween and it really drills home Christmas. So I think you can classify it as both. Shuddy and Jeff disagreeing with me though. And I feel like around Christmas time we looked it up and Tim Burton says it's a Halloween movie. Well, he's been known to lie. <laughs> He's a lying motherfucker. That's fair. That's a fair rebuttal, too. Let's check in with this human. Hey, guys. This is Stabby Landlord. Uh, Yesterday was the grossest day of owning a dog in my life. Uh, I live in Brooklyn, and uh, we have some homeless people in in the park near my house. Um, So I'm walking him, and... I see he's chomping on like leaves, like a bundle of leaves. So I go to pull the leaves out of his mouth and my hands are covered in shit. And I know it's human. You could tell the difference between dog shit and human shit. And I don't know why. Why is it so much worse? Like, do we eat that badly? I guess homeless people. Wait, he said human shit? Yes. Yeah. Ugh. It was walking the dog in the park in Brooklyn, near near where they live in Brooklyn, where there's a homeless population, and the dog was eating a pile of leaves, and when he took it out of the dog's mouth, it was human excrement. I caught all that. I just didn't hear it was human shit. So, Ugh. like, a pile of leaves with human shit in it, is that like a dog salad? Oh, no, man. I want to know what the homeless person was eating that made their poop smell enticing enough for a dog to eat. Dogs eat nasty shit. I mean, dogs are not that picky, but... (laughs) No, they're not. But I feel like... 
Maybe dollar slices. All right, let's see. Oh, shit. Let's see what the rest of his voicemail said. I just have to let you guys know. It is traumatic. I washed my hands with five different products. Alcohol, Lysol. I'm surprised he didn't chop his hands off and just get hooks. Well, I mean, what'd you do with the dog? <laughs> yeah. What about the I'm dog's sure mouth? Yeah, how did you clean that thing? Have you ever let your dog lick you since? Yeah, no more kisses from the dog. Little mama, you definitely put little mama down. (laughs) Our relationship would really be in trouble. It would take a real hit. You had a good run, little mama. It's time to go. (laughs) Little mama, I couldn't overlook you eating shit. (laughs) Oh my god, I I gotta go. <laughs> All right, let's see. Where are we? Here we go. All right, what up, MSPH? Uh, what the fuck, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I'm doing this on purpose. Uh, you gotta talk shit on me about pause all the time when you used to praise people for calling in drunk. Yeah, sorry, I usually call in drunk every time. Well, I should clarify. I usually like it when people call in and they're, like, silly and energetic and drunk and not leaving 15-second gaps of uh, suspense. This guy has been waiting months for you to to address his beef, and this is how you're going to do it, Kevin, is just double down. Well, I mean, come on. I, I'm not trying to be a dick, but we're we are trying to put on a show here. And if there's, if you're if you're like, so I, uh, uh, uh everybody at home the views is like expressed herein are not necessarily the views of all members of Mad Scientist Party Hour. Oh well, if you if you watch this on YouTube, you'll see Shuddy Boy doing the um, let's go face. With that, with the dramatic pauses, it's like you got what I'm saying, right? Like, how'd you like that pause? Wasn't fun. This guy's gonna be pissed. Oh, I know. We're gonna ruin a fucking. We just lost a fan because of you, <laughs> Puminati. That's usually when I'm the slow talker. Uh, Call him a piece of shit, talker? dude. Uh, yeah, man, you piece of shit. For a sober hour. But, uh, uh. You tried. Like, you see what I'm saying? No. I'm you trying, him. I'm pissing you I know. You keep uh, talking over him. The voicemail I did. Well, Jeff. <laughs> wanted me, uh, to. All right. For you to continue my email or voicemail, fucking email. Uh, but just because of that, <laughs> uh, would just suck a dick if either had to suck a dick or work at a comic book shop uh, the rest of his life or any kind of nerdy thing. Uh, he has talked to fucking dweebs all day or whatever. About comic books, he has to like get informed about it. 
would he rather okay. suck that dick or more or less not talk about sports anymore every day? Talk about fucking comic books. All right. Peace, y'all. Fucking slow Sean, I guess. <laughs> All right, Jeff, are you going to address your favorite voicemail callers quandary? So the question is, would I suck a dick or just quit working in sports media? I don't know. There was like three prongs there. It was like you have to suck a dick or work at a comic book shop for the rest of your life and listen to nerdy conversations and then I guess never talk about sports again? No, I I wouldn't suck that dick. Yeah, I don't think that's in the spirit of the game. Oh, man. You hear hear that? Shuddy Boy is... Talking some serious shit about you, Sean. They're all turning on you, Sean, and I didn't. All right. I'm just <laughs> not going to suck that dick, but I'm not going to turn on you, buddy. All right. Let's do one more. Oh, we made it to December. We're officially in December. This one's from December 2nd. Fuck yeah. Hey, guys. Canada Ken here. How are you doing? Um, not sure uh, what time of year it'll be when you get this. Oh, we're, we're, uh, approaching it's the tail end winter. of it's February. It's still winter. Or but, uh, it... uh, I'm sure you've already watched it at this point, but if you haven't, um, Jeff, this one's more for you. Uh, it's a documentary called Aftershock. Um, it's a documentary about, uh, the earthquake in Mount Everest and Nepal and what's the other country on the other side of Mount Everest? Uh, Kathmandu, is that it? Man. Kathmandu is in Nepal. All I think about when I hear Kathmandu is um, Carmen Sandiego. Kathmandu and Reykjavik. All I can think about is Carmen Sandiego. I never heard of fucking Kathmandu before in my life. Is Is that like a fucking... Marvel character or something? Catman Poo? What the fuck is... What the fuck's a Catman Poo? Not really good geography, but anyway. It's about the earthquake they hit there in 2015, and uh, it follows people on the mountain uh, that when the earthquake hit, uh, caused a massive avalanche. Uh, pretty crazy documentary. I think it's a four-part uh, miniseries type. Have either of you documentary nerds jacked off to this one yet? I'm not familiar uh, I, with I've it. I've never even heard of Aftershock, to be honest. Thing. I was hoping uh, it was going to be about the liquor. <sighs> Ugh. Hate that shit. Yeah, check it out. Opening scene's pretty pretty amazing when they're walking over this huge... I think this guy might be from Canada. I'm starting to think Canada it, Ken is from Canada. You're starting to think Canada Ken is a Can- uh, Canadian? Yeah. Ooh, I had a hard time getting that out. Fucking Canuck. Shuddy, uh, you mentioned, I don't know if it was in the Easter egg or not, but you mentioned that you were devouring mango slices. It was in the Easter egg that I said I was devouring the mango slices for the length of the Easter egg, and then I ate an edible just as we started recording. You look like you're feeling it. I am so high (laughs) that... Uh, all I can think about is the pizza that's going to be delivered after we record the Patreon. Oh, man. 
Are you getting pizza from a local spot or? Yes. Fuck. We're not, we don't order fucking Pizza Hut in this house. Pussies. More pan pizzas for me. Uh, No, we're getting it from a local spot and uh, I'm going to have you guys help me pick some options for me to give to Draven in the Patreon. Are you getting Alfredo's pizza or pizza by Alfredo's? Like, I don't know how deep, 200 foot deep uh, crevasse, probably like 20 foot feet across. And there's walking nice. on uh, one of those extended ladders, two of them roped together, just walking across that, across this mass crevasse. Uh, yeah, it's mass pretty sweet. I, I recommend it. Check it out, guys. Have a good one. That's what I call my ass crack that starts at the nape of my neck. <laughs> my, I have to go wipe my crevasse. Crevasse. Can you use that in a sentence, Jeff? Um, I want to put my penis in the crevice of her tip tits. <laughs> oh my god, that reminds me that? of in science class when they start doing the whole geology shit, and they're 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 talking about the ways you, I don't think grade, but I guess evaluate minerals and shit when they're like you oh yeah the hardness scale yeah and they're like oh yeah and you can also check its cleavage and everybody was like <laughs> yeah beavis and butt i am confident science. that jeff does not know the definition of cleavage in that context yeah i do it's when a rock has big tits <laughs> i don't know what cleavage means sorry no idea <laughs> Never seen it, never heard of it. Got nothing on cleavage. I got some cleavage actually right here. Yeah. You have cleavage and taco meat. Yeah. A rare combo, but a winning one. And you know what else? He's wet all over the internet, you know? You know what else is a winning combo? You plus Patreon. Because if you need more MSPH in your life, boy, is there a fucking treasure trove waiting for you. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Tons of content going up every week. Five years and counting. All waiting for you at the push of a button. So check it out. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. And if you would like to see the video of this magic, YouTube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. We've made it very easy for you to remember. So check it out. Subscribe, like, all that flippity flip flap shit. And if you would be so kind to follow us on Instagram, you can do so by checking out at Kevin Craft, at Shuddy Boy, at Jeff R. Records, and at MSPH Podcast. Um, if you want to double your bank account, follow Jeff's sports betting advice at <clears throat> Outkick, Outkick Bets. Bets with Jeff Clark. Yeah, check it out. Shuddy Boy, you got any dates to promote? Nope, nothing to promote. Tour is over? Tour is over uh, until the spring. Until the spring. Then I'll be back on the road uh, just finalizing those dates and deeds. You heard it here. Shuddy Shuddy Bear is hibernating for the winter. Uh, All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. But until next time. Don't forget to go to imgone.com slash collection slash MSPH for merch. And something.
Flippity flip flop poimps. Doing, doing, doing. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Here we go. Poops and farts and shits and poimps. There's Penis Williams. There. Shuddy gal. Is that a Chimera shirt? What is that? The one that I'm wearing? Yeah. This is my the uh the Nas long sleeve I got at Oh the... yeah. Remember That's it's right. the Statue of Liberties all around the world. Yeah, every country gets one. The French were very generous with that statue. Ooh, looks very bright. The French are a bunch of whores. Oh. Ah. That looks no different. Nice. Poopity poop poop poop. Well, holy farts. Holy farts, fellers. Can't believe it's Monday again. Did this last week fly by for you guys as well? Kind of. A little bit. Today flew by uh, for me. Ding, doing, ding, doing, plamp. Yeah, today actually kind of was fast. Let's see here. Added some stuff to the iPad so we make sure the intro didn't move too far. Okay. I'm going to eat mango for the entirety of the Easter egg, and then when Jeff does his thing, I'm going to eat an edible, and we'll see how it goes for us in about 45 minutes. Wow. Shuddy boy playing with fire. <laughs> hey, I've heard worse ideas. Looking at my that time. Did you say something about your coochie, Shuddy? I said, looking at my Gucci, it's about that time. <laughs> Do you think uh, a woman has ever referred to her vagina as a coochie during sex in a serious manner? You know that Nas song where the chick's like, fuck my coochie. Gucci Wally? Yeah. <laughs> you really, really uh, fuck my coochie. I gotta imagine a girl heard that song and while she was visiting the bone zone was just like, oh yeah, fuck my coochie. I think that's not the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. <laughs> but it's close. I mean, probably not. Which says a lot about how much dumb shit you've said. 
crawfish and shrimp itafui. You just spanked me like a dumb little baby. They put it in my mouth. They put it in my mouth. Oh, blunt up. They put it in my mouth. All right, stop it. Eat that daddy dick. That's much better. Keep playing things like that. It's like I'm choking on a big black cock. I don't make love. I fuck. Shuddy, I was curious. Yes. About. When you were when you were into Twilight. Uh Uh-huh. Did you like those movies or was it just an excuse to look at Kristen Stewart? No, I I enjoyed the films. Because I was watching Last of Us last night and that guy from Die Hard with a Vengeance showed up and I I basically did the the Leo point thing with Carl. I was like, oh, oh, he was in he was in Die Hard with a Vengeance. And she was like, great. Um, and then I looked him up, and I guess he was in some of the Twilight movies, and the later ones have, like, I feel like there's a lot of bad movies out there, but for something to get below a 5.0 on IMDb, it has to be something special. Uh, and... It seems like I those later Twilight movies fell way below the 5.0 mark. Uh, I believe that's because they veered away from the books more in the final movies than in the first two. I hate it when they do that. There's no Frankenstein in Twilight. I haven't read them, so I don't know. Uh, but I know that's what my little sister's complaint with them was. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are fucking with my sparkly vampires. To boho totetsi. To boho. All right. Let's see. How are we? Uh. Let me just get. Let me just chomp on one more. Jeff, can you make some sort of silly noises? I want to make sure we're all all, all, all of our volumes are are solid. Oh, Sorry, I was uh, blowing my nose. That would have been a little too gross to put on and violent. Hold on. Hey. <laughs> How's it sound? It was very like cartoony. Well, almost, I got something really up there, so I had to blow hard. It it, it sounded, it kind of sounded like when Bugs Bunny blows his nose or something. It's like, wow, wow. Yeah, dude. Shuddy, can I have record I permission? I sneeze and blow my nose loud. I've been farting I'm loud. Vomit loud. You've been fart. That's, yeah, and you, you drink water loud. I know. I just I'm just one <laughs> human. Do you make whoopee loud too? Or are you like one of those Euro porn guys where you're just like Bruh! the whole time? 
Oh yeah, I yell victory when I run. <laughs> Bro, Arjun, the penis is in. <laughs> Jeez, this got weird quick, huh? Been weird for years, really. Damn it! I think I would take the shot of jizz. <laughs> oh, now it's normal. <laughs> When did I even say that? I'm starting to think I haven't encountered enough vaginas. That could have been any time, really. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Is the narc ready? Recording in progress. There she is. <laughs> narc activated. <laughs> well, I'm right. you. Or the mad scientist party hour. 